Mehmet Selim Joydik, and today with College Matters, we're going to be talking about setting up goals to fulfill your ambitions. Today, I have with me Esat Baer. Uh, he's from the class of 2017, and he's going to Harvard University. Uh, Mr. Baer, thank you very much for uh, coming here today. Thank you for having me. Uh, and today, um, I'd like to ask you, so how do we set up our goals to fulfill our ambitions and uh, our desires? So one thing that I realized throughout high school and uh, especially transitioning into college is that many people uh, seem to want to do something in life uh, but don't exactly know what it is. They seem to have almost these uh, ideas that can be formulated into some sort of purpose, some sort of mission in their life, something that they want to accomplish and leave a mark on in the world. Um, but they can't almost put it together or um, just decide what it is, what's right for them. So to that, I would say the first and most important thing to do is to have a goal. Uh, it doesn't matter how big or small, but to have one long-term goal that you want to accomplish, maybe at the end of the year, maybe at the end of your college, um, and to just break that down into ways you can accomplish it. Uh, so in my personal experience, uh, I've been wanting to go to Harvard, it's been my dream college, since I was in elementary school. Um, I didn't start working for it until I was in high school though, because I didn't really know uh, much about what Harvard really was, to be honest. Um, but once I got into my sophomore year of high school, uh, I decided that I need to work for you know this dream of mine. It's been something that I've been thinking about for a while, uh, but now it was time to actually start acting on it. And I feel like this is one of the most important realizations of my life. and. I hope and I encourage people to constantly uh, test themselves to try to find these kind of aha moments where they can realize uh, maybe something that they discovered about what they need to do. So anyway, once I realized that uh, there's some things I need to do to get into Harvard, I just got down to work. You know, not nothing too big, nothing too fancy, just small steps that I could take to increase my chances, not only of getting into Harvard, but perhaps just making myself an overall more prepared uh, student and you know individual. Um, so I would reach out to my teachers asking for their advice, uh, hoping to get some sort of leadership roles where I can make a change in my school. Um, I feel like that's just a very important uh, step in trying to achieve these massive goals that people have. Um, as they say, Rome wasn't built in a single day. Uh, so just making small steps to achieve our goals is the biggest step that we can take ultimately. All right, uh, that's actually, I think, um, I, I totally agree with that. Some people set up goals and they don't really set up like a road to get there and that goal never becomes accomplished. And I think uh, this is a big problem for a lot of people. They said either their goals are too big or they don't know how to act upon these goals. Like you said, um, mm -hmm. like before you began high school, you didn't know how you'd actually get there. Mm -hmm. um, and let me ask you, once you do achieve a goal, what do we do next? Do we sit and relax or should we uh, set up new goals to complement the one we just accomplished? Because some people have um, certain goals and then they don't know what to do after. For example, um, students end up going to their uh, dream college, but then uh, once they get there, sometimes all work stops, or uh, they don't know what to do uh, in regards to communicating with teachers and classmates, and they never really improve. Uh, how do we deal with, deal with the changing of environment with uh, adapting to new goals because you, know, you gear yourself up for something, all right, going to college, and it takes all of your high school, uh, your, uh, your four years in high school. So how do we readapt ourselves to new challenges and new ambitions? Right, well, uh, it's kind of something I tried to allude to. Um, 
it's, I think it's important to have different magnitude of goals. So, I mean, having one thing that you want to accomplish every day, you know, whether it be working out or uh, just eating all three meals or whatever it may be, that's a goal. Uh, that's Of course, that's a goal. However, um, that's not the biggest goal that someone can accomplish. So perhaps having daily goals, weekly goals, uh, monthly goals, or, you know, yearly goals, that's another kind of, that's another mission of a sort uh, that we can pursue. However, there's also these times where kind of uh, something you mentioned, um, these goals that come after a certain extent or a certain point where we almost have to refresh ourselves and refresh our goals and see what we want to do uh, with our lives. So when I first came into Harvard, uh, I was thinking I would study uh, political science or government or something like that. However, as uh, the year rolled by, I realized that my goals in life may not perhaps uh, be most compatible with studying government or being in a governmental position. Um, now, I'm still going through this process, so I can't really speak much to it, uh, but just realizing who we are and how we change will tell us a lot about what we want to do in this world and what kind of uh, missions that we want to accomplish. Um, so, I mean, these missions can change all the time. Uh, that's why whenever we have one goal, we shouldn't just focus everything in on that goal. Uh, and with that said, once we accomplish these small goals, um, it's it's perfectly acceptable and I would say it's it's a good idea to uh, take some time off to reward yourself. Uh, otherwise, you're going to end up burning up. Uh, you don't want to be burning out. Uh, it's honestly the worst thing you could do. And that's something I realized in college uh, through the very active environment, very hectic uh, you know, group of people um, that is in my very demanding college. Because um, everyone has goals that they want to do, but rarely people take time to reward themselves. And these small rewards is essentially what fuel us to keep going and accomplishing more goals in the future. I think um, uh, I absolutely agree with that. Um, as for uh, giving ourselves rewards, what do you mean by that? What kind of rewards does one take? Um, like, what are rewards that you give yourself? Uh, so I'm actually very uh, lame uh, in terms of the rewards I gave myself. It's very, it's very nerdy. Uh, one reward that I would um, give myself is during uh, finals week, not necessarily finals week, but a couple weeks before finals week when everything is wrapping up and we're starting to prepare for exams, um, I would stay up at night you know, throughout the whole week, uh, go to sleep very late, and I'm a big fan of soccer. Um, and being that my parents are from Turkey, we have a lot of uh, teams in Turkey that we like to watch. Um, so what I would do is I would study for one hour uh, in my dorm, I would study for an hour, regardless of what it was. But once I studied exactly for those 60 minutes, I would reward myself with 10 minutes of watching uh, the 1999-2000 uh, uh, Galatasaray uh, Europa League competition, where I would watch the highlights of uh, the preliminary rounds and then going into the group stages and quarterfinals and whatnot, all the way to the final. And every 10 minutes, I would just watch one game's highlights while eating sunflower seeds. Um, and that would be enough to just reward myself to be able to keep going, taking up some of that, that boring energy that's you know, usually building up when people study. Um, but like anytime I would get distracted during the one hour, I would just tell myself that, you know, just keep going because it's going to be worth it. Even though it's a very small reward, you know, just something that people just generally do whenever they want. 
However, whenever you don't really have any big rewards, you know, just changing the idea of reward is enough to really push me going. And I feel like all of us can do that, whether whether it may be uh, just going on your phone and scrolling through Instagram for five, 10 minutes, watching a YouTube video, um, or maybe if you study for three hours, rewarding yourself with a movie, um, or you know an episode of a show that you really like to watch, or just hanging out with friends, whatever it may be, just having that constant source of inspiration and motivation to just keep you going, uh, I that makes a that makes a big difference at the end. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, these little little rewards they actually you know add up to something really big. Um, you know, they help you uh, really ease the tension. Um, you know. Um, <clears throat> help you out with your stress. Uh, I have one question, Mr. Uh, Bear, and the question is this. Um, <clears throat> when trying to uh, get to our ambitions, sometimes we hear the word no, and a lot of people really get disheartened by this, and you know, it happens to all of us. How do you deal with a rejection? Uh, what, um, how does that change your strategy, or how does, how sh how does that change your goals? And um, you know, how, should we how should we adjust to the word no? Because for some people, it's, it's very uh, disheartening. It's almost a, uh, it's almost a very um, uh, morale-breaking word. It's, mm -hmm. it, you know, it shatters a lot of people's hearts. How do you readjust goals to uh, get around that? I guess that just depends on your interpretation of the word no. Uh, some people can see it as uh, a rejection, an ultimatum, uh, while others may see it as a way of a guidance, you know, saying don't come this way or approach this problem this way, but find another way to do it. Um, and I feel like the bigger that our dreams are, the more the more no's that we will face. Uh, I mean, what is a dream except something that we, you know, try to accomplish, uh, something that shouldn't be easy necessarily. Um, if everyone was able to accomplish their dreams, then would it really be dreams? Um, now, that's just a perhaps a harsh way of looking at it, uh, but I'll just give an example of something that I faced throughout my year at Harvard. Um, and this is pretty common uh, for a lot of Harvard students. Um, we go into Harvard being very ambitious, thinking that we'll be able to accomplish whatever we want, ultimately facing so many rejections in our freshman year that we just question what we entered ourselves into. Uh, now, I've been interested in finding you know, very cool, interesting activities that I could do, um, internships during the summer or during the winter, uh, or just joining some cool clubs on campus. Um, and in my freshman year, I probably applied throughout the year, maybe to like 50, 60, 70 places, and so did my friends. Um, and I, the amount of the phrases, unfortunately, that were in my email uh, was just absurd. And when I say the phrase, uh, unfortunately, I mean that the very cliche response that you get to applications when you're not accepted. Unfortunately, we regret to inform you. <laughs> we or, regret to inform you. It's like... Absolutely. It's, yeah. it's, it's a nightmare. Uh, or like, unfortunately, we had a very high uh, amount of applicants this year. Uh, you guys were very talented. And, and, you know, ultimately, it's just saying, sorry, we can't accept you. Uh, and the amount of those, unfortunately, emails that I responded was just absurd. And it's, every single one of them just kind of added like another crater into my morale. Um, but then I realized that, you know, it's, it's not necessarily about you. It's just about saying, perhaps you're not ready for this yet. And that's perfectly acceptable. You know, everyone has their time. Um, 
I, in fact, I tried to make the most of it, and uh, just I just tried to approach this perhaps failure, perhaps lesson, uh, in another way, where uh, I told myself for every two or three, unfortunately, emails that I have in my inbox, I would read a book. Uh, I would read a book that I thought would help me and would, in the following years, uh, narrow those, unfortunately, emails to congratulation emails. Uh, maybe for every four, unfortunately, I get one congratulations. Well, that's still a lot better than it was before. Um, if I had applied to 50 places, now I just got into 10 of them. Uh, so I, I feel like just changing our understanding of the word no from some sort of rejection into just a test of how much we want something is the best way. A lot of people talk big game saying, this is what I'm gonna do, this is how I'm gonna do it. But then in the first sign of failure, they decide to either completely change up their dreams or to just give up. Um, and just understanding ourselves and what we want and just the purpose that we see ourselves having in this world will ultimately be able to help us push through all of these no's and help us get to all of the yeses. Um, Mr. Bear, I think that's, that's a very, very good point. Um, the thing is, um, a lot of people's uh, dreams sort of die with one or two, just one or two mentions of the word no, and that's it. And I think uh, uh, changing our perspective on what that word entails, I think is, also, is, is, is a very good strategy. Um, and I think it's something a lot of people need to hear and, uh, you know, uh, need to realize. Uh, one no shouldn't end a dream, or even a hundred no's. Um, uh, there was this one doctor I talked to, and he came to the United States to apply for, you know, to, to work in a hospital. And uh, he, he told me that he wrote, uh, at the time, you know, they were in computers, and he said he had to draft a thousand emails, uh, I mean, sorry, mails, uh, for a thousand hospitals. And he sent them all out. And he said, I got two places that wanted to do an interview with me, two. I went to one, they rejected me. He said that he was even thinking about moving away from the United States. And he said that he went to the last one. To the last place that said, all right, this will be coming for an interview. And he got accepted from there. The ratio is one to a thousand. And yeah, and that's sometimes how it is. But at the end, if you keep trying, and if you uh, keep coming up against the wall and keep going, I think it will yield results. No matter how big or small, it'll put you one step closer to whatever that final ambition or final goal is. And I think uh, this is very crucial. Uh, Mr. Bear, thank you very much for coming here. Um, guys, uh, this is the episode for today. Thank you all very much and have a good day.